Hello and welcome to the Bree Bree Podcast. We talk about what Bree wants to talk about all the Bree Bree time. This episode was recorded in Libra season, and you know what season we are now. But you know what? It's a pandemic coming some slack. More importantly, this is going to be a little bit of a sexily, sexual, explicit episode. Adults only. Please put your headphones on. Please tell Alexis to shut up. It's going to get a little bit um adult oriented and. If you are a member of my family, please immediately turn off this episode. I don't need you hearing it. I know I'm like close to 30, but like, please, for the love of God, please do not listen. Anyways, I hope you all enjoy the show. Oh, we're recording? Yep. All right. uh, Welcome to the Breebe Podcast, everybody. Uh, We're here with Mr. Petty. What's up? This has been a struggle podcast, but we're finally coming at y'all with some content, I guess. Uh, <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. And we were just talking about Pokemon Go because now we're back into it. Like, I'm actually really good. What level am I? I'm like 35, I think, or 37. I'm not um, that into it, but I'm trying. I'm trying. Oh, I was going to ask you. So are you going to buy the, the Charmander Day like ticket thing? Or do you need any explaining? Because I feel like I'm pretty good at explaining. I just... I don't even, look, it's Charmander Day, and that's all I know. Okay, well, because it's Charmander Day, there's going to be increased spawns, right? But if you buy the 99-cent little ticket, you do get access to the special research, which you get other extra goodies, like different types of, you know, like raspberries to give your Pokemon, or like incubator style, or possible shinies or whatever um definitely more stardust it is up to you but there's going to be more increased spawns of the charmander and make sure you look out for those shiny charmanders because they're beautiful all right (laughs) (laughs) dick (laughs) i i look i i see pokemon and i catch them that's pretty much all this game is worth i play it in between rounds of cod and sometimes at work okay well uh, you gotta you have a little bit of a strategy i'm trying to figure it out i'm trying to figure it out still i'm trying to explain it to you so you can figure it out easier but like (laughs) i get that it's charmander day but this game's been out for like two years. And it's just, I'm so late to the bandwagon that I don't even know how to battle Pokemon. I just wish it was back in like the Game Boy days when it was like, you just walk up, everybody was standing still. There was no like tricks to it. There was no like secret days. Just like, all right, I got my six Pokemon and I'm going. But isn't that what it still is on the video games? Like not the Pokemon Go app? Uh, I don't know because I don't play any of the new ones. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Any fucking way. Uh, well, <laughs> it's fun. I swear. Like my aunt's really into it, and she's like, you know, doesn't know Pokemon at all. Like he's up there. Like she's not that old, but old enough that she was not into Pokemon when it came out. You know, she's already a grown adult, so she doesn't know their names. She'll be like, oh, Turtle and um, Pigeon and uh, Fat Kitty, and Fat Kitty's a Snorlax, and I'm like, oh, he does look like a Fat Kitty. I never like put two and two together on that one. It's hilarious. It's a good thing to do while you're, uh, you know, everybody's quarantined. I mean, they should still be quarantined, really. But mm. I, I think the quarantine's kind of over, right? I, I, everyone's deciding it's over. <laughs> I think numbers-wise, it's we shouldn't be. But I feel like, especially in the U.S., it's like, you know what? It's getting if I worse. Die, I die. It's getting a lot worse because people are not caring. Yeah, that and plus, like, flu season's already started. 
if you look it's at the numbers. It's about to start. They say that you, look, you should get your flu shot now. See, that's kind of what I'm scared of is what if there's some type of combination of effects, you know? Well, probably. I'm, I think I had it, right? I've mm-hmm. had a ton of issues. I had difficulty concentrating. I'm always tired type shit. But overall, I can function. What if I take the vaccine? And I know it's like a modified version of the flu and it's supposed to be a lot less chances of you actually developing the flu. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. But what if it has some type of adverse effect on it? Oh, the vaccine? Yeah. And I'm not an anti-vaxxer. Look, if there's a vaccine to make things go away, I'm for it. But the coronavirus is so new, you don't know how anything's going to react to it. Well, I think the, the whole point of getting the flu shot was not so much to protect people from the coronavirus. It's to prevent people from getting the flu because we don't want people to come in. The hospital's already like overtaxed with corona. It's like, okay, and then now we have a whole separate thing of flu people. Not even counting the possibility of mixed match, you know, some kind of hybrid zombie virus, right? So that's kind of, I think, the mindset of it, right? Really, those only vaccines kind of work if it's like a herd immunity so it's kind of like when you don't finish your antibiotics when you start feeling better and then you're like well it didn't come away well next time you take it the antibiotics might not work because you're you made the the little virus or little whatever situation stronger so i think that's what the really thinking said of it again i'm not a doctor i don't know about that that's just what it hurt yeah the point of the, the original thing was it's a good thing to do while you're inside. You should still be quarantining. You should still be doing <laughs> everything just like it was at the very beginning when everybody was kind of scared. Wash your hands often. Do all of that. Go out and vote still. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know how we started from Pokemon Go to this, but anyways. <laughs> um, Cardi B's nipples. What do you think about them? Uh... I mean, I love all nipples. <laughs> oh, my God. Look. You would. It, it could be a small areola. It could be a big areola. All nipples are great. That's and my So what is your reaction it. to all the negative talk? Everyone's, uh, I mean, not everyone. There's been a lot of people saying, oh, it's not attractive. It's gross. Like, what are your thoughts on that? I don't know. I mean, obviously, everybody has their own taste. You know, I could prefer like a perfectly round areola, not as big as Cardi's, but shit, if I had a chance with Cardi, then why not? You know, like then I would I would go for it. I mean, shit, it got Offset back. Oh, my goodness. Look, that's that's the picture that she (laughs) sent to Offset, clearly, because that man Mm -hmm. bought her. What was it like a Rolls Royce, a new Rolls Royce truck or something? Yeah. Well, that leads way into our like main topic of today's cheating and like when to take people back or if you should at all. Wait, hold on, hold on. But what do you think about uh, Cardi's nipple? I mean, nipples. I think, you I mean, know. Or areolas. Her nipples weren't really talking Technically, about. her her nipples aren't that big. Her actual nipple, the areola is a little dark little circle part. Right, let's be scientific um, here. Mad scientific. Well, she was, when you, when you breastfeed or you're pregnant in general, your areolas do get like bigger, right? Um, and I think there is a lot of like kind of shame in like, there's so many like, oh, it's salami or pepperoni. And it's just some people have bigger areolas than other people. It's just how it is. It sucks that like people have to be so like mean about it. But just some people got smaller ones and some people got bigger ones. And yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know what other comment I can say about it. I'm very neutral on them. Like, you know, there's I mean, a fetish I, I don't for think it. it. I don't think these are breastfeeding areolas. Her daughter's like two years old now. I don't know like, how often they go back, though. Because I've known people who have like... They don't go back? Not all the time. I don't think so. Everyone is different. You know, I didn't know about pregnant women's 
apparently they grow a line between their belly button and like their is that a thing um some people yeah I feel like I've vaguely heard about that and I've never confirmed. There's these things that just guys don't even think about. Maybe a bunch of guys just saw Cardi's areolas and were like, oh my God, there's areolas that big. And obviously you start making memes about it, but I think it's just not every guy has seen different sized areolas. I, I feel like a lot, a lot of men don't know that they're going to be so different. And I don't, I, again, we, we say we're not doctors. I know she's gotten like several like breast augmentations. That's true too. So I don't know how that's affecting like that's when true. you when you have a boob job and then you breastfeed, like it really does affect and and you know about like nipple death and all that, right? Like when you get your nipples pierced? Uh that can happen, but no. So when you get like a boob job, um, I don't know if it's all of them, but like a certain one where they, they literally cut open your like areola and they stuff the implant that way and they sew it back up, you're like not supposed to smoke or anything because your nipple literally could die on your skin and you can like have no nipple. Like it's, it's like they have to monitor to make sure your nipple is alive. It's a thing. Wait, so you you end up with no nipple if you smoke after a breast you, implant? You shouldn't smoke. You shouldn't smoke if you're having any BBL or anything like that because it like you know clogs up your blood. I am very layman's terming it, but like you're really not supposed to do that because it can like basically cause not blood flow to go to your new parts and cause it to die and like go um basically die and rot off you. Like your nipple will fall off. Yeah, your nipple will die. Like they, they like literally I've seen doctor plastic surgeons explain like, yeah, the nipple's dead or we don't want the nipple to die. Like they say it in that terminology. Do you know if this it's true? Do you know if it's true that if you get a, a boob job that you lose feeling in, in like your nipples slash areolas? Is that a thing? I don't know about that. I'm sure that might be a thing. Cause like you have to replace like the nerves or whatever. I don't know if they would be replacing the nerves and stuff. I don't know about that. Hmm. So maybe Cardi I'm not quite sure. are just enlarged because of her boob jobs and because she had a child. Well, when, you, when you're pregnant, they for sure get bigger and they for sure get darker and they don't always go back depending on how long you breastfeed for, right? And she may not want to like risk maybe her doc. I'm just, I'm just inferring at this point that, you know, people do go get areola reduction surgeries. And then maybe her doctor's like, well, because you've already had all these surgeries, whatever, like it could be a risk of like nipple dying if you want to get your areolas like, you know, closed up. And she's like, well, what's the point of getting them closed up? And what if she wants to have more kids, you have to start it over again, you know? So I think it was maybe, I'm just inferring, this is just all my imagination. So <laughs> um, it could be like, okay, well, if I want to have more kids in the future, I'm going to wait until I'm done having kids and then go get my nipple reduction or my aerial reduction, or even if I want that or, you know, yeah. Well, we love all the areolas, including the bumpy ones. It's all right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shout out the bumpy areolas. Shout out to y'all. You know, I've known people that are like really into the big ones. And I don't like, it's a, I think it's a part of like the breeder fetish, but like I've known people into really bigger, like it's a, like it's specific. They liked it. Have you met guys that are into sucking nipples? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Is, is that like a common thing or not? Cause I remember dating a girl once and uh, like, I won't stay there and just keep sucking the nipple. But like, you know, uh, if you're kissing somebody and, and you're starting to like go down, you might lick it. You might suck it a little bit. This girl was just like automatically like, oh, my God, what are you doing? And I was like, it's called foreplay. <laughs> like, Sucking on some titties. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> but I just figured it was it was a pretty common thing. I don't know. 
Um, yeah, well, okay. We may have to cut some of this part of the podcast. Oh my God, as, already? <laughs> okay, I'll tell So as someone who has big breastuses, right? And I'm just saying from my experience, right? I... <laughs> <laughs> See, like if I had sm- if I had small boobs or no boobs, I probably wouldn't have these experiences. In my experience, it is always like a thing. Look, Maybe mosquito bites matter too. They do. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying like if, if boob guys normally go after girls with boobs, right, or like whatever, right? Like that's what I'm attracting to, or, or what that's like the the vibe I'm putting out. I don't know. I, so I've never had like it not happen to me. Energy. I think I would say. Oh my, like some people like it a lot more than others. There's a whole, like, I had a guy one time, like, want me to drink a, like some sort of tea to induce breast milk, even though I'm not pregnant or anything, because he wanted to do the, like, lactation. I didn't do it, but, like, I thought about it. I've seen that. People are into that. Yeah. Even just, like, watching that. Oh, yeah. And then the most embarrassing, you know, when people always do, like, oh, what's your quickest time? Like, literally, I remember this one guy was, like, hyping up coming over to my my house right in college and he's sucking on like just the one titty and then he just looks at me and i'm like what he's like all right i'm gonna go and i'm like what we were talking all day that we're gonna like have sex and he's like no i'm gonna go and i'm like what so i literally like i guess i just grabbed his dick and it was wet and i'm like did you just come he's like i'm gonna leave and he just left like within one minute and just one titty oh my god I'm like, yo, I don't know how to feel about this. Should I be complimented? Should I feel like that? Like, I don't know what to do. Wait, but like, ultimately, what did you decide? Was it a compliment? Was it a... Oh, I just, I, I just moved, pushed that memory back in my mind and kept living my life. <laughs> a, little, a, a little bit to add to the trauma baggage. Oh, yeah. I'll just uh, deal with this later in like 10 years. But yeah, in my experience, there's people that have certain fetishes. I've had people want to like tie them up really weird and... My areolas are not as big as Cardi's. I'm going to say that on the right. Wait, t- but they're not small. tie them up? Yeah, like you tie up your boob, right, with a rope or like a string or something. So they're like really pointed out and all your blood goes to your like nipples and they get super hard and long. They're so that's that like a c- ring. Yes. Uh, I yeah. think I've seen that before on video. I just didn't, I didn't understand the whole point of tying them. I just. I don't know either, but. <laughs> but that's, uh, I mean, that makes sense. If the blood rushes to it, then. You know. uh yeah um <laughs> anyways uh i feel like every day you learn something more about me and maybe it's not good or <laughs> well i mean who said we're talking about you we were just talking oh yeah i don't know who that is at all yeah was... yeah damn somebody i, I knew I, I feel bad for that guy though i've never had why that... i mean i've never had that experience right we've all seen it in movies of like the one guy that just comes his pants for that to actually happen i'm not gonna lie I feel like every guy had pants this, before. No, no, no. I, I feel like every guy's had this experience of like not being able to get it up, but like being so excited that you come in your own pants. That's that's pretty crazy. I know. I'm like, what were you doing all day? Like, <laughs> yeah. And if you come that easily, then just mm-hmm. yank yourself before you go. I don't know. I know. Yeah, no. It's like before you even like, like especially if you're one, hyping it I've up. I heard about one pump chump, but like a no pump chump like come on bro like get it together oh yeah at least get it in (laughs) yeah no not at all not even two titties just the one out oh my god and this person who i don't know because it wasn't me like they don't they did not like nipple piercings they just like all natural oh my god that's insane Mm -hmm. but um cardi b right yeah so (laughs) 
<laughs> going back to her. So her and Offset have a tumultuous relationship in the fact that, like, you know, he has been, like, caught cheating several times. And she's and fought girls over it. She's allegedly fought girls over it and or had hits on girls over it. That is the allegedly. type of girl that you got to look for. What do you can you elaborate on that, sir? (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, my headphones fell off. I don't mean it in the sense of like she'll fight the girl that you're cheating on her with, but she'll fight a girl. I just feel like Cardi B holds it down. What do you mean? I I want you to elaborate. Oh my god. Um, Why? I want this is a podcast. I mean, it's a a different lifestyle, right? First off, Cardi B's, I mean, she was a stripper in a previous life, she's a mother now, so. You know, things change. But if it's stripper on stripper beef and you're with a rapper, would you not send out a hit on another girl? Well, to me, that seems mad toxic. I mean, obviously, it seems mad toxic because you would never. But put yourself in Cardi B's shoes. If you were a stripper... You're starting to to get a lot of attention on on Instagram. You're starting... Like, this was before Kodak Yellow, right? No, this was way after. No way. Yes, she was already rich and famous and everything and not a stripper. So, yeah, no, this is she's already rich. But was she with Offset before she got rich and famous or No, after? she started she started dating Offset like um after the fact. Well, either way, I mean, think about it. You're a stripper. I don't know how much strippers make. Do you know? 100,000, 200,000 oh, a year? Uh, they make a lot depending on like, you they know, They probably how make hard a couple hundred thousand a year, right? Okay, yeah, give or take. Okay, so Cardi B and this girl, I don't even know if they worked at the same place, but they're both from New York, right? Oh, well, it depends on who you're talking about. They're both strippers in in a similar market. Are you talking Um, about the girl that she allegedly hit? Allegedly, yeah. Okay, well, from my understanding is that, like, they have really no, like, connection to in that sense of working back in the day. It's the sense that she's, it was, like, I think two girls and they were IG models slash, um, like, you know, the bartenders at strip clubs. That was their connection. So there's and, already... And, and, and there's been multiple women. Like, I think he's been seen messing with his other big moms because, you know, Offset's got, like, six kids. Culture's is, like, number six. I don't know how baby medicine has. Yeah, that this is Cardi's first child, his like number 10th or I'm exaggerating. So I'm just going to try to like boil down what you're saying or like ask you the specific questions. Do you think it's an admirable quality to have a woman fight, whether it be physical, metaphorical or verbally for her man when he goes astray? Um, Depends if the guy would fight for her. If Offset... I mean, it's it's different. You know, there's always that double standard, right? Imagine if Cardi B cheated on Offset and Offset took her back. He would get clowned on, right? Yeah. But, Which is messed up. Yeah, it is messed up. But if he, if he like, sent, you know, his goons to go get the guy that Cardi B cheated on, then you should expect the same, the same thing back. I'm all about reciprocation. Oh, God. <laughs> And that's not toxic, though, because I mean... That is so toxic. How is that toxic? It is toxic. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, the fact that that she was a stripper or they're rappers or celebrities, I feel like it really... It's even more for it to be kind of like clownery because like you guys are so rich. You're dealing with these 
probably on people who like do not make as much money as you. You have so much more to lose. Like in the case where these two, um, I would, I'm just gonna call them IG models because that's mainly what they are, are now suing them. And if they win, they can win a lot more money off of Cardi B. But versus if they didn't have any money, they would not even go to court, you know? So do you it's think- more of a detriment on them. Like even put like little, like you, even if you like punch somebody and you're a celebrity and or like trip them, they could sue you for like, oh, I broke my neck or something. Like yeah, you have a lot true. more to lose now. So I'll agree, right? It's toxic. Mm-hmm. But do you think once you reach a certain level of financial stability or like class, I guess you would call it, that cheating is just something that becomes acceptable regardless of whether it's toxic or not? Because, I mean, you got Bill Clinton, you got Offset, you got Donald Trump, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, no, 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 no. I, I forgot who I was trying to mention. I was really trying to mention Will Smith and Jada. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it it seems like it's just acceptable at that point. You can't really... Well, but human nature, you're always just looking out for yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. And if you have that ambition to make millions and millions of dollars, you're always going to be looking for your own pleasure. You don't start trying to make millions for other people you're making millions of dollars for because you're looking out for yourself. You're looking out for your best self-interest. You're looking out for your own pleasure. So once you get up there, I mean, you have everything that could ever please you, right? Is it just something that we don't understand? We see it as toxic clearly because with everybody out here just trying to make it, we're all struggling. You know, if you go out and try something else, if you step away from the relationship and go and cheat, It's like, yo, we were struggling together. Why are you going to go and do that? You know, versus Mm -hmm. once you're well off, you know, you've got money to support yourself with or without somebody. It's just like, all right, look, we went through that. You're seeking your own pleasure. I get it. You know, blah, blah, blah. Like, does it become something that's more reasonable and less toxic at that point? Well, this is my opinion on the fact. I do agree that like, you know, when you have more wealth and status, that infidelity, you know, a relationship is more likely to survive because you have so many more assets into the relationship, you know, and, and not, all, not all the time if you leave, are you going to walk away with those same, you know, level of comfortability, right? But I think the problem is with society on my hot take as a single person is that, you know, there's a, there are plenty of broke people that get cheated on and still take their partner back. Like that happens every day, right? I'm on messy TikTok. I know what's going on. And I think what the issue is, is not so much romanticizing, oh, this person's going to fight for me or this person is going to take me back to our cheat. Is like, why is even cheating like such an aspect? Like why is monogamy so hard? You know, like I, I think a lot of people think are really not monogamous, but they're so like, that's the only thing they've ever seen in their whole life. That's the only thing pushed in the media. And well, I yeah, think mon- monogamy is a part of just, I, I think that's it's a like religious the thing. problem at all this. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a religious thing. A, 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 I don't a think it's a natural thing. Uh, like you just said, like with like the example, like offset took Cardi B back. He's seen as weak. That's lame. That's whack. But if she takes him back, like, oh, she really loves him. She's so forgiving. You know, it's so much more of the onus on Cardi B to like take him back versus the offset. He'd be shamed for it. You know, this goes back to that, whether it's a it's a biological argument, 
as I humans. Think, I think it's, I think, I think it doesn't make any sense. That like, okay, my partner's going to cheat on me knowing how I feel about it, knowing that we're in this committed relationship. So I'm going to attack the person who cheated on, who was the other, the side chick, whether they knew it or not. Like that makes no sense. That side chick didn't go out and choose yeah, to I'm really not, be the side I'm not chick. Trying to, I'm not trying to argue that necessarily. I'm just trying to think of whether or not monogamy is a natural thing. Oh, it's not. I agree that it's, it's not, not a natural and thing. It's a lie. It's, it's something that you sacrifice. Now that is actually a social, a social. That's contract. a social contract. Yep. Amen. Amen. <laughs> oh God. I'm gonna clip that part out. <laughs> <laughs> it is a social construct, though. I mean, it is. I, I get it as a part of morality, faithfulness, and trust. Just in any relationship, right? Doesn't even have to be uh, sexual. It could be just platonic. You want to trust the person that you're dealing with. So obviously, when when religions were coming about, specifically Christianity, which over here on the West Side, that's what we believe, right? Eastern Europeans, not Eastern Europeans, the <laughs> hemisphere, you know, the, the uh-huh. Asian countries, do they believe in monogamy? I mean, oh my God. <laughs> There's so many problems of what you just said before. Well, marriage exists, pre-existed Christianity, you know, just, you know, basically consolidating assets between families, really. Um, and then, you know, if we're going to like Judeo-Christian values, they kind of like incorporated that in their, you know, shit. So <laughs> I don't like, know, even- like people, a lot of conflict, you know, marriage was a, was a religious institution and that's not always been the case historically. That is true <laughs> because even in the Bible, King David had his harem of concubines. Yeah, then other people have mad wives. Yeah, I mean, a lot did. of other countries, in a lot of countries, like in the like Ottoman Empire, they had mad concubines. Uh, you know, the Chinese Empire is mad concubines. It's mainly yeah. men having multiple wives and not so much of the way around, which is, you know, the patriarchy. So there's that. I'm fine with that happening if there's a woman that can. Support. Oh, I'm sure you are fine with it. Like, you have multiple wives. <laughs> I mean, if. if- <laughs> Oh, you mean you're okay with a woman having brother husbands? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm totally fine with that. I understand the social the the society that we live in, and I understand that a monogamous relationship is definitely worth more than a polygamous one. At the same time, I don't care if if there's a woman that can support multiple men and have brother husbands, then you know, go for it. I don't judge the guys. I mean, shit. If if you can get it, then good, good for, for you. you. It's just weird to think because in all types of religions, you could definitely still see polygamy. I don't know where the problem comes in for most people trying to accept that because I think humans by nature are just polygamous. Yeah, it's annoying because if all these people think it's so shameful to have like these multiple relationships at one time, let alone these people having all, you know, whole ass, you know, secret girlfriends and such. I'm like, that's what you're doing, sir. That's where the hypocrisy comes in. Is the people being like, oh, I couldn't imagine that yet. Have so many side hoes. Like, you're doing it. You're just doing sneak of fat, you know? Yeah. Um, how did we end up getting to this part? Oh. Uh, <laughs> so one, one other thing that I wanted to talk about Cardi B is, like, I feel like she's a scrapper. She's ready to fight for, for her man. What's wrong with that? It doesn't even have to be a toxic masculine anything. It's just, don't you want somebody that's going to back you up no matter what? Like, and I mean, this goes 
to 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 one of our topics like how masculine does your guy have to be like do you expect him to fight for you if that and ever happens this is what my question is back to you is like like are we t- dictating what culture defines as masculinity or like how do we actually define what is masculine what's not masculine whatever the the idea of masculinity is in general right like a guy that's doesn't necessarily have to be like buff or anything, but he'll like stand up to another guy. He manages to work and not just sit around all day. I, I honestly, it could be a super tough guy that acts hard, but if he sits on the couch all day playing video games and doesn't do anything for, let's see, this is my idea, my idea of masculinity, I guess. Like he could be yeah. a, a guy that hits the gym all the time, but if he's not doing anything for you, then I don't consider him masculine. Yeah. I think the like the idea of like what's masculine like and femininity too, like they shift around so much, you know, culture to culture and like today's society and, you know, all, and person to person. Some people would say, oh yeah, someone who plays video games all day and like lets their partner do all the housework and all that is masculine like oh why would I do that why would I even talk to my partner and like give them the time of day like some people consider that masculine which I think is just being a dick but I guess being a dick is being part of being a man so I guess you know hand in hand a little wordplay there (laughs) but um you know I I know coming back to like how masculine I don't I don't know I don't find that like I think fighting over someone like flirting with you or like hooking up with you on the side like that's just I think that it like that is just straight up toxic. I think fighting for your safety, like if someone's like trying to hurt you and you're just sitting there all dumb looking or not being an advocate for you, that would piss me off. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna need you to like step up a little bit. Like, I'll give you an example. I was listening to this one podcast, right, of this YouTuber I watch. Um, someone was describing them giving birth and like it just going like so wrong and they requested to like not basically when they were like setting their little plan to be on the hospital they're like okay we don't want to be a part of any classes right to give birth and so this other doctor came and they didn't know was giving her epidural and then they brought in like a whole class full of med students and her husband's in the room the whole time and so all these strangers are looking at her ass and I'm, and they're like and I didn't want it and the doctor just shut me up and I'm like what was your husband doing did he just stand there and let that happen to you and I guess like her husband just stood there and didn't do anything I'm like um I'm I'm sorry if it were like my family or what I would want from a partner uh you need to yell at that doctor and raise hell because if they're doing something to me that I don't want you better do something about it that's in general wait so so hold on I I feel like I missed a part of that it was this lady who was at the doctors and then just a whole group of med students came in yes this was on a podcast. I heard from a podcast about this lady give, telling her birth story. And she, like, you can, like, write down, like, when you, like, have a plan for the hospital, you can say, hey, I, like, would prefer to be natural birth or I would prefer to have this or whatever. Or, like, you can opt out and say, like, I don't want to be a part of any medical studies. Like, I don't want any students here. Like, whatever. Uh-huh. But the doctor, like, ignored her all her wishes and just had a bunch of, like, a group of five people look at her bare naked ass while he was doing, like, epidural on her. And her husband let it happen. And I'm like, why did you not raise hell? Like I would be like, I would rather be kicked out of the hospital than to them not listen to my wishes. And like for you to be my partner and just stand there, like that's what happened with her husband. I'm like, I'm sorry. I would have to get a new husband afterwards. Like that is unacceptable to me. Wait, did she sue? (laughs) What the fuck? I don't know. Yeah. She's so like, it's, I mean, I don't know if she did. They never did a follow up of relationship. I, I feel, I feel like, oh, that's crazy. See, and this is how like weird I am. I agree with you, right? If it was just like, hold on, where are all these people coming from? If it was a bunch of girl doctors, I feel like I'd be okay. But if it was guy doctors, I'd be like, hold the fuck up. 
<laughs> ain't nobody yeah looking. but that's the thing like it, like it doesn't matter like if i said i want no one looking at me that shouldn't be looking at me that is it doesn't true. matter if it's a group of women doctors and i don't care who you selfishly. are you're right you're right you're yeah right. like you don't know like you know especially if you're giving birth to you know this person's child like bro this is like the least you can do like <laughs> these are great hypothetical conversations because like would you rather prefer the guy to either throw a fit, possibly get kicked out of the hospital, you know, he misses his ch- his his own child's birth, or would it be like, all right, as a guy, I'm just going to sit here. I know we signed off and said that there's no, uh, we don't want to be part of any medical study, but obviously something wrong is happening here. Is there a potential for me to sue and get a couple tens of thousands maybe hundred thousand dollars what would, like what would you do at that point and this goes this is where i think like this goes into this goes all back community. to no one is communicating like no one like we need to like like i i don't know like i feel like these couples do not like think ahead and like think of all these possible scenarios like and then there's a possibility like you know you have to watch the baby because you know people get switched at birth all the time like i was told at my birth that like my like grandparents were there and that like as soon as i was born my grandpa would not like keep his eyes off me because he didn't want anyone to switch me up with anyone else is that so a conspiracy like, like, theory? I feel like you. It's, 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 no, it's test. happened before. You can it's get happened. a DNA test to now. I, I feel like DNA tests should be done at the hospital as soon as you're taking your baby out, <laughs> just to like make sure this is my herd. Uh, no, yeah, and just to make sure that it's the right dad. Yeah. Oh. Oh my God! Sweet. I Can mean, you totally sidebar. <laughs> oh my God! No, I, I follow this one nurse on TikTok. It's like a birthing nurse, and she talks about like people ask her questions. Like, have you ever been to a situation where it's like the baby's obviously not the dad? She's like, oh yeah, it is awkward. Like you can tell sometimes immediately if the baby's not the dad's, and we have to, as nurses have to be there, and it's mad awkward, and there's like it's it's like the story she has. It's insane, and I'm like, oh my God, everyone. Yeah, together. I, I feel like I'd be heartbroken. That's what happens to people sometimes. But I I just think it, on general, and even the cheating thing, like couples do not communicate. Like they, instead of like talking like, okay, why did you cheat? Like what's going on? Like, I'm just going to go fight the person that you cheated with because I need to show my dominance. Like, no, that's so dumb. Like let's evolve past that. It doesn't matter where you're from or what kind of situation you are in your life. Obviously there's an issue in your relationship that you guys are cheating on or someone cheated on you. You know, like, are they just a dick? Is it just a power thing? Are they not being satisfied or like what is their thing you know do you think it's toxic to become possessive of the person that you're with uh yeah like what do you, and like how possessive what do you mean what's the definition uh, of i don't know you know sometimes you'll go to a party and you're with your significant other and then like mm-hmm. somebody gives them like uh, a weird extra long hug like is mm. is it is it i mean obviously you'll feel a way right uh, um, I like don't think that's just should... naturally naturally you'll feel like if your significant other and another person are like talking really close and like it's just natural to feel a little bit possessive right i mean i guess so yes um but it depends on how you act on it like if you're like i don't want you talking to them or like what's going on i think that's toxic but to have those thoughts i think those thoughts are normal yeah that goes back to communication that's a whole communication people people just aren't talking about it no they they aren't and you know, I think too, there's just so like, I, I think I, I feel especially for, for women growing up and I don't know about men because obviously I'm not a man. Well, I don't know how obvious that is, but whatever, is that like, we're always, it's a low key competition. Like 
you know, like, especially like the whole, like, I'm not like other girls, like, okay, well, if I'm not the prettiest, then I can be the smartest or whatever, like, I would be the nicest or something. And that's when like, oh, someone who's nice and pretty and smart, you're like, oh, fuck you. Like, what do I got going for me? It's always, oh, trying to be the best of certain, certain ways. So it's kind of like competition drilled into us, especially like over men, which is like the worst. It's not that worth it, you guys like chill out. And it's like something like ingrained in, in us or like in a lot of women, I feel that you have to unlearn. But isn't that just human nature? Isn't it like human nature just trying to find the best partner that's for you? It's everybody's emotions that really fucks things up. I guess. Because uh, um, Well, it's not so much the Because you're looking for the best thing in your partner. And imagine if you fall in love with your partner, if you're with this person and you're like, oh my God, this is exactly everything I want for mm-hmm. my life, right? And then they go off and do something. Are they no longer everything you want in your life? Especially now, I mean, I know a couple or two that may have never cheated on each other, but in general, I feel like most people have cheated, right? Am I wrong or right on that? Do you have any friends that are like extremely faithful and have never cheated? Mm, Not that I know of, but that's the thing is I don't, I have kind of, um, I don't, some couples I've known that people like, oh, I would never have guessed they would have cheated. I'm like, oh, yeah, they cheated. And I feel like a lot of the cheating, people put on a persona that they don't cheat, right? But they do because because they don't, like, the, the partner they ideally would want would not be culturally accepted in their specific community or family or whatever. So mm-hmm. they go for the more socially acceptable partner, hence the whole, like, social competition of just being like the best girl or being one up over the other girl not so much like it is a competition for men but like you also like want like it's this ingrained thing of us like oh that's why we're always you know like dieting or like you know trying to be like you know it's messed up but that's what I've in my experience I feel like that's like a a low-key competition to be but um they'll go after like a more acceptable partner and then like cheat on them with what they actually like and are into and this kind of like, I wanted to ask you too, like, cause you asked me like, what is, would you want your partner to be masculine? What is femininity to you? Like how feminine do you want your partner to be? Yeah. <laughs> I was talking to somebody else about this. We were kind of mentioning like what the expectation is of Hispanic men. Mm-hmm. And this also came up on your birthday Zoom cast mm-hmm. or Zoom cast, uh, you know, Zoom thing, right? Mm-hmm. Where it was just like, all right, look, as far as I know, Hispanic guys are like really possessive. That's kind of based off of just how we were raised and our expectations of like how things should be or how our parents taught us that things should be, right? But that's also never an excuse, you know, to, to keep following those traditions because traditions are really just like values that you've learned over generations, right? And obviously polygamy is one of those things where it's just like, that's also ingrained and in, in just like tradition because... <laughs> And I've told I've told people this, like my stepdad, mm-hmm. when I was about 13 or 14 and he was like talking to me about girls and like how to deal with girls or how to have uh, safe sex. He was just like, if you do get a girlfriend, just know that there's always other girls. But if you love one girl, you know, you treat her right and you do all things, you know, everything like a good man, you're still going to have desires and you're still going to have women that desire you. It's on you to make sure you're discreet about it. And oh my god, and this was an explicit conversation to you, like not like writing from the wall. Explicit, like word for word. Like, listen, I don't if know. you're gonna do it, you gotta keep it on the low. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it's word for word everything, but that was the 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 gist of the conversation. And like it stuck with me because at the time, you know, I was just starting to get into girls and I had a couple crushes. I had probably already dated somebody, but I didn't understand all of it. But there's these things that as a kid, you don't know whether they're right or wrong. And I part of the Hispanic culture is is kind of that, you know, like you have an ego, you're and they even say like mi mujer, which is my woman, is this weird thing of like defending your masculinity over who your partner is. Mm-hmm. And obviously there's some truth to that. There's some there's some like, okay, you know that this person is with you and they should be with you. I feel like nobody really talks about the ego and how that really affects it and how that becomes toxic masculinity. Because yeah. you can be, I, I feel like part of masculinity is taking care of of the significant other that you're with, mm-hmm. right? I, I mean, just talking biologically, a guy is supposed to protect the girl. A- am I wrong in saying that? Is that not politically correct? Why, why are you asking? Like, I'm not the queen of it. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm asking you because you're more PC than I am. I, I'm just... Whatever. <laughs> but, but do you not expect the guy to take care of you? Maybe not financially, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about in general. Don't you want a guy that will like have your back and if anything happens to you, then he'll like step up and take charge? Uh, I would say, I don't know about natural because I mean, like we're saying like masculinity, you know, varies from time to time. But I would say, yeah, I would attribute that to a masculine quality. Right. So the partner quality, because like, I feel like I would do the same for for like my partner. And does that make me a masculine person? Like, I don't think so. Does it? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I guess it doesn't. And that's kind of where I get confused, right? Because, and the thing I was talking to this person about was just like, culturally, the guy is just a little bit, he takes it over the top. You're supposed to back me up if a guy threatens, and this goes in both directions, right? If a girl, if a girl seems threatening, to your relationship, then you're going to kind of want to serve away from that, right? That's mm-hmm. a natural thing. But when it becomes over the top and it's just like you're that insane person, the person's ego just can't seem to control or handle. I, I don't know. It's not a masculine or a feminine thing now that I think about it. I do agree with you that like, I feel like in Latino culture, I think relationships, especially like men, it's a little more toxic. I think women can be also toxic too, but I think, yeah, it's a little more up to another level in that in in that specific culture versus other ones i'm trying i i'm just i'm still not getting over the fact that, that you were like told as a child like or as a growing up you were like oh yeah just keep on the low <laughs> just what we all do <laughs> like <laughs> that's crazy i mean <laughs> i mean is it not true would you not prefer to not know like as long as it's discreet <laughs> oh my god i mean uh i don't i don't want to get in trouble <laughs> But uh, <laughs> I, I think I'll just not say my opinion. I don't want to get in trouble, but I don't know. I think in general, you know, no, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Come on, no it's a podcast, Brie. I think, honestly, if you just, like, are comfortable with living with a lie, and this applies to both men and women, and you don't really want to communicate with your partner about, what, like, what are the reasons you're, like, estraying from the relationship, it's better to lie. 
Like, <laughs> it, <laughs> if, if you want to keep the relationship. Now, is that the most moral thing to do? No, because, you know, that's how people get, you know, surprised STDs because their partner is creeping around and you don't know about that. Um, and surprise babies and all that kind of, you know, horrible, like, stuff. But, like, if you just want to, like, keep the relationship and you can for sure keep the light. Let's say it was, just, like, one time. I would I don't think you should tell them. <laughs> uh, that's for every, like, don't, like, no, live with, if you can live with a lie. A lot of people cannot live with a lie, which I think is an admirable trait. Wait, wait, I don't know. Oh, okay, so so you say live with a lie, right? But <laughs> let's say that you're just horny as hell. And mm-hmm. you know this person that you could hook up with sex and that's it Mm. is that necessarily a lie like you're not you're not lying to your partner about how much you care about them you're just horny at the moment and just want to go get it in well this is where it comes like the idea of an acceptable partner is is like I feel like I've known people in the past and coming my own personal experience that like they're a very sexual person right but the kind of like people that they are attracted to are not going to be acceptable by their family. So they're just going to get the more acceptable partner who is, is not as sexual as them. So there's a huge part of their life not satisfied. And so then they stray with those sexual partners. So they could, they could have easily found someone that like they love and is also super sexual like them. But because those two people, like because it's not like to have a sexually liberated woman, whatever, as your partner, like, I'm not saying that's like people have that all the time. They have relationships, but like, if you want to have a very traditional family or very religious, uh, you know, they want a good religious person, well, a good quote unquote. You know, that happens a lot. I feel like men specifically find the more accept- socially acceptable partner, but have a huge part of them unfulfilled, and hence why they stray because they need that other part of them. What are your thoughts on that hypothesis? I don't know. I mean, that's just one one reason, right? Like you could have the religious reason. I don't think that's a majority of the time that that's what happens. But we well, not so much religious, but like, you know, like, you know, there's a the whole saying like, oh, I want a good girl. I want to like her to like be loyal and stay home. And it's not like a thought on the Internet, you know, like there's that whole stereotype, you know? Yeah. And again, that's the society like the the construct yeah and, and that i mean that construct like you know affects people every day that's true i feel like there are health there could be healthy relationships as long as there are conversations had about what is okay the thing is a lot of people are scared to to talk about it like and i mean nobody wants to feel like they're getting betrayed so it makes sense yeah and how can you trust that somebody's not betraying you when they're having sex with somebody else yeah it it makes a lot of sense and guys are liars and i mean girls are too but like guys whenever you know they're thinking with the head down below they're more likely to lie than anybody even if it's because they're trying to protect the girl's feelings it's just not a it's just not a good thing in general but look if you can have conversations i think that's really the the partner that you belong with i mean i've i've had tough conversations as just like okay look this is how i feel and this is what i think i would want to happen but like how do you feel about it and how is it going to affect you you know you got to be willing on sacrificing something for the other person so you know we've we've talked about how like how i've i've wanted a a thruple and if uh-huh. that would work mm-hmm. and you know she said it's it's not going to work and for me it's like okay She's worth it more than my own desire. But again, it, that's kind of like a, a conversation that you need to have. And if you don't have that conversation, then it's on you whether or not you accept the Rolls Royce truck 
as an apology for the person cheating on you constantly, like Cardi B did for Offset. I mean, she's officially back with him. She said that his dick is good enough, and she got a new Rolls Royce on her birthday. If that's what she takes as her apology for her man cheating, then that's fine. Cheating has a really negative connotation because... <laughs> Because you don't have to be, you don't have to be emotionally involved with the other person to sleep with them. Mm-hmm. You and don't. So, like, I totally get like the whole like sexual desire thing, and I find that in a lot of cases where I'm like, okay, let's have an open relationship in the sense that you and I are the core, right? And then we can sleep with whoever. Do you think that's like a viable option for a lot of men? Because I've told that to a lot of people and they're like oh well I like the idea that I get to go do something but I wouldn't like that that my partner is going to sleep off too like that is not okay with me what is your opinion about that but I think it's a little toxic masculinity like okay like once you get the go ahead like oh I I like the idea I can sleep with other women but I don't want my I think I think it is I think the term toxic masculinity has become such a encompassing word for anything that's not liked by females and in general cheating is not a thing that only guys do i'm pretty sure it has no i'm for sure no it's i i that's a pretty gender neutral thing both genders cheat right we can look at data later but my point is saying is i okay let me give you the the scenario is that like let's say we're talking to someone in a committed relationship and the guy in the relationship heterosexual relationship always cheats right Mm -hmm. and cheats with our woman constantly and what if they're to say like okay i know you're cheating but let's just have an open relationship so you can like keep you know have sex random people but like i also get to have sex because why is it okay that you get to and i don't it's no group sex thing it's no partner thing why is it okay i have to accept you getting other coochie but you can't accept me getting other pee. but that's not toxic masculinity that's just toxicity okay all right that if the masculinity part is really like bothering you okay it's just toxic relationship stuff so do you like I don't understand that I'm like like how can you be okay with you cheating but you don't want your girl to like and if you get the go okay like that's just so messed up to me like why don't you just be reciprocal yeah that that is fucked up I don't agree with that and that's kind of where you you oh my god hold on this is toxic femininity oh my god shut up I don't answer a phone call and now my phone is blowing up just answer the phone. I don't know. That's the weird thing. You got to come to agreements. If Cardi B, my, my whole point is if Cardi B takes Dick and a, a new Rolls Royce truck on her birthday as acceptable for offset cheating, then hey, man, <laughs> you know, they agreed on that. So, all right. We established that's the standard. So any man that cheats on a woman to get like, you know, free pass, I would like a new car, Rolls Royce. Yeah. Um, no freaking, no cheaper, whatever model. And oh, I think you got her some more Birkins, which I think, how many grands are those fugly purses? Um, I don't like Pretty them. much, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, if... if uh, I, they start around 20K. If Cardi did the same, if Cardi cheated and she got offset back by going to his concert, giving him flowers, giving him a new Rolls Royce truck, and giving him that what? And he took it. I thought that was so annoying when he did that. Oh, my God. I'd be fine. I'd be like, offset. Goddamn. Okay, so hypothetical. What would, like, let's say somebody cheated on you. What would they need to buy you for you to forgive them? Uh, Like, now, currently? Yeah. 
Is it, is it like a million apple pastries because you really like apple pastries? <laughs> no, I mean, I'd say like right now in this instant, if somebody cheated on me, they probably have to, I'd take $10,000. Just straight up cash? I think $10,000. Or cash app or like. <laughs> straight, up, straight up cash. $10,000 or equivalent value. Mm. Yeah. Is that not like a, a, an acceptable thing? I, I mean, I guess. I, I'm just asking your own personal life. You know, the thing that uh, Cardi said that we haven't mentioned, hmm. I've mentioned the Rolls Royce truck and the dick, but she said that Offset is her best friend, you know, and that's something that you really can't replace. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> hey, I'm your best friend and I already know I'm going to take you back in most instances. So if I get an extra $10,000 with that, <laughs> like you're forgiven yeah uh yeah to each their own I like I can't think of like an opinion right now like how much money I would take but um, you'd, you'd forgive somebody for a dollar amount I would I mean morally I would like to say no but like realistically I would probably say yeah like <laughs> I mean yeah just hypothetically you're like uh oh, that the the ten thousand dollars are in front of me but if it's like $10,000 cash in front of you and it's like, babe, please forgive me. I cheated. I'm sorry. It wasn't anything emotional. It was just physical. I think I would want a free pass. I, I think I would be like, all right, I'm going to need the money and a free pass for me. Oopsie poopsie on my end. Cause like, you know, that may come in handy. A free pass over $10,000. No, with the 10,000, like as a coupon. Oh, like, okay. Okay. Plus coupon. Ooh. Okay. That'd be nice, but then you're just looking for more issues. I think that, that relationship, hypothetically, would have a lot of, like, all right, we're already some... Have uh, a lot of issues anyways. <laughs> yeah. It's hard for me to judge, because, like, I'm just, I'm just so, like, I don't want to... At this point in my life, like, you know, started off this podcast mad lonely. Now I'm like, you know what? I'm good, and I just can't... I've realized that I'm not desperate, honestly. I've realized I'm not desperate, I realize uh, I have my saying that nobody likes is that just because I have low self-esteem doesn't mean I have low self-respect and I just can't, or I can't fathom standards. that or low standards. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I ask, I'm asking for, for little, like have all your teeth, like have like, I guess not even, they can't, they don't have to be original teeth. Like you can just get veneers. Like that's fine. I feel like that is pretty baseline. So you don't, you don't realistically know if you'd forgive cheating? I mean, prob- I probably would. I don't know. It's it's hard because, like, I feel like so many... I haven't been in that situation. I've always been, like, the girl that, like, the other chick, you know what I mean, who didn't know, like, oh, you had a girlfriend the whole time? Oh, well, I guess I'm the slut, oh, you know? God. Yeah. That's happened to me a lot in my life, so I don't know what that says about me. <laughs> that means you have bad taste, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Yeah. So, So we're talking about... For people who don't know, we're talking about the TikTok challenge. You get like a Google Doc and you write your significant past relationships or past hookups or crushes or whatever. And you write down like just their traits. And then you take all their traits in like a word organizer. And they like tell you how much of a certain word was counted to see like your type. And like I'm doing mine and mine's mine's mad toxic already. Like <laughs> it's bad. Like this is bad. I think the problem is me. Like I don't, you know, I don't know. What, what are your key words? So far, I'm only on, like, number five or something like that. And they're all, like, Latino guys, which I don't know. It's not bad. But it's, like, player, 
liar dated my friends dated my friends like I'm like girl like no like move on like yeah I don't think it's ever really a good thing to find a significant other within your group of friends especially if your well, group what of happens friends is are like, like our group I of start, friends yeah that, no what happens is I start liking someone well not always the case I start liking somebody and then they like date my other friends so then I'm like okay well now you're ruined like you're soiled you know do you Can't think do that's that. Do you think that might be on you on not like making a move or anything? Mm, or is it just no. guys? <laughs> no. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, you're always out there. You're right. Mm, no, you, we read the whole podcast about it. I don't think so. I mean, I, well, actually, I don't know about that. I, I don't know. I guess like, I guess like, because I think, you know what it is? I don't play the game. I feel like I've learned, like, I've heard so much, like, oh, men don't like to play the game. But, like, they do. Like, people like to play the little relationship game or whatever. And I'm just not good at it. I'm just like, hey, like, what's up? And and then they start dating my friends. I'm like, okay, well, this is just too messy. You know, I like, can't, I can't. Like, I'm looking at, like, my first crush in, like, elementary school. Like, I, like, he was my neighbor. And I really liked him. And then he, like, dated all my friends. And, like, nothing ever happened between him and I. Like, well, I messaged him on MySpace later. But that's a different story. But anyways, um, later in life, but he was like a mad player. And I'm like, yo, and I really liked him. And I was like, but you are literally a little skankaroo. But like, especially in elementary school, you can't be like trying to hit on a guy that's dated all your friends. Like that's messed up. <laughs> I don't even know what I was thinking in elementary school about girls. But if you're already a player in elementary school, goddamn. Oh yeah. The person I'm talking about, like, when did we know each other? We knew each other from like, I think fourth grade to sixth grade. And now currently I think he has three kids, three, t- like two divorces, um, <laughs> three different baby mamas. Yeah. I, it's, it's weird to think about. Cause I'm pretty sure that there are guys that are like, oh, okay, I'm just going to play this entire, like, oh, we're falling in love game and blah, 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 and we're going to get married, and they get married, knowing that they're going to get divorced. I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure there are people that just do that. I can't, like, imagine it in my head to try to go through a whole entire relationship just to fake it because you want this person to believe that you're into them. I'm sure we'll do all the time. People have a lot of reasons for getting married. I think you know what's taught me is like now your day fiance like it doesn't always have to be like super in love like you can just get married to have a better life you know and you can have love like also a second thing but like have better life is totally fine you know that's true or consolidate power or like you know have children whatever your like values dictate like some people really value having children and like I think that's totally normal and fine you know I think finding somebody with your values is probably more important than finding the perfect person that hits every aspect of you and that's where like the problems come in like let's say you you meet someone like in my case let's let's say like i'm a hypothetical person who like really wants to have kids and i find a guy who would be a great father like stable job and like wants to have children is like always there for their family but like they are not as adventurous i was like them and they're not as into like weird sex sex of i am i'm not talking about me personally i'm talking about somebody else and that's where like the cheating like comes in like okay like I, the, the like the probability of me finding someone who like both is a good father and is into the weird sex stuff I'm into is probably pretty low so I will like I'm not gonna risk that chance you know and just cheat on you or like be a hoe on the side you know I don't know that's where like a lot of things come in I don't know it's all mad complicated and I'm just I can't fathom it you know yeah and we can talk about communicating you know all of your desires and like if you're okay with cheating or not but like to talk to 
or, or to date and to try to find somebody that might fit that is just so difficult. Back to Will and Jada. And I don't know, right? I don't watch a ton of movies. But like mm-hmm. back back in the 90s when it was Will and Jada and they were like the few black Hollywood stars, mm-hmm. it, it makes sense for them to join together, you know, and be like, okay, look, we can be a power couple, you know, whether the love is there or not or the you know, the spiritual connection or whatever, it kind of just met, made sense for them. They were there to support each other. They've been through similar things that not a lot of people have been through. And they have that connection, whether they're out there having sex with other people or not. And they've kind of come to accept that. Yeah. Um, I think, well, from the surface, I feel like they have a healthy, communicative relationship. Because it yeah. wasn't like he didn't know about, like, August. I think she was a little predatory on August since he, like, was oh, having yeah. all those, She's like, mental creep. things. Like, uh, I think that was, I think that was creep. weird. That was mental abuse. Yeah, she she abused that kid. I don't know about full-on abuse, but I think she definitely took advantage, for sure. And I think that's not okay. I think it's abuse. I think people only take it lightly because she's a female. But I, mean, was, I think you're right, it, yeah. If it was the other way around and Will was on a girl who was a drug addict and who was trying to recover and he's like, oh, I'm going to take care of you and then starts her, then it would be seen as abuse. It's the same with uh, Jada and August. The dude was a freaking drug addict. And- I think he, he for sure wasn't mentally well, for sure. Yeah. He was very like depressed and not doing well. Yeah, I think it was definitely, I think you're right. It was like very, I think that was very And somebody, somebody, somebody in, in that has that much power within like black entertainment. Same thing as Harvey Weinstein, except that dude is crazy. That dude's insane. But oh, yeah. it, 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 the similar instance of you're the entertainment business, you have a lot of power you have a lot of connections and there's somebody that's in need that comes to you it's similar situation Mm -hmm. the whole point was will and jada they've been able to maintain a a communicative relationship where they're clear on what they're doing it's it's just a matter of the situation that they were in that managed to get them together like you said Mm -hmm. it's it's all about the values that you hold finding somebody that has that and that has the same interest that you do Mm-hmm. Even if it's not like that burning passionate love, I feel like that's something that you changed. Remember when we talked to, we had that uh, episode with Shab where you were like, I want that burning connection. I still want that. It's not like that I don't want that. It's just like, do I think that's going to happen in my life? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't know if I'm, I don't, I think at this point, now that I'm older now, it's just my birthday. Shout out Libra season. I think in this point in my life, trying to find like that partner in my life is just not realistic. And it's okay for someone to not, it's okay to be alone. It's fine. You know, I don't think it's going to happen for me. And I think that's okay. And at least it's to the point where like, I don't want to settle for like, I like, yeah, I could like probably date like someone or whatever, but I don't, I don't think I'm going to find the values that I want. Not even looks wise, you know. That's where I th- think the whole acceptability. Like, I think I am too independent and I'm too loud and I'm too whatever for a lot of men. And I think that's okay. And I'm like straight, which sucks. So fuck me, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> whatever. <laughs> and I think being alone is okay. I don't think you're approaching the situation with like, you can approach the situation maybe you had previously where it's like, all right, this is what I want in a relationship this is it this is you know you you've got your mindset on your expectations of something but to go from that to like it's not going to happen to me looking for a relationship isn't like a switch it's not an on or off thing i think you shouldn't think about it as in it's not going to happen to me 
you got to think about it more as of if I find this person, I'll find this person, Mm -hmm. you know, instead of being like, it's not going to happen for me. Because what if somebody comes up, maybe it's just like the perfect person, but like, I already closed myself. Yeah, yeah. You're just like, nah, I'm going to be by myself. So you're not even interested in that person, even though they might fit all the criteria. You're just like, nope. Not for me. You got to at least leave the possibility open. I see what you're saying by that. Um, I mean, I guess it's just not a, I don't think it's, I don't think it is that high a priority in my life. And I don't think it really should be, you know, I, I, I want to work on my own self and could I meet someone hypothetically? I mean, yeah. Could I also get run over by a car? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like nothing is really impossible. Not, you know, the probability is like maybe not the best, but I think it's okay for me to not worry about it, you know? Yeah, I agree. But just like you said, uh, you could get run over by a car, but it's not like you're constantly thinking, I'm going to get run over by a car. Yeah. And I'm not constantly thinking like, oh, what if this is like, I, I, and it's just like, I don't put myself out there a lot. I mean, especially now with like coronavirus, like I, I, I was working from home. I like, you know, whenever we go out, we nearly go to like spaces where there's not a lot of heterosexual men. And then when we are with straight men they're usually like already like in partners and I'm not trying to be like you know a Sancha or anything so it's just I I like with all these factors I don't think it's gonna happen really anytime soon and if it does it does but it's probably not and I don't think it's it's fair to myself to get my hopes up you know <laughs> explore what you want to explore do what you want to do grow as you want to grow because ultimately the most important thing in a, in a relationship is that you get where you where your goals are you know, you can have a high school relationship, but if you don't have the same goals, it, you could ha- you could be with your high school sweetheart, you know, and be 25, 26. But if you don't have the same goals, then you're going to end up splitting up. You know, even if it's an eight year long, 10 year long relationship, if somebody's aiming to have a mansion and the other person is just like, no, I just want to hang out in this small town that I'm from. Then it's not it's not really going to work. So I think the most important thing for you is, you know, you're creative you do a lot of creative things so keep working on uh, on that side and you'll find somebody that's creative that's if you have this mentality uh that you don't really care about a relationship then i'm sure there's some other guy out there who's a creative that is really just focusing on their art right now instead of dating do you and, imagine me with someone creative uh yeah <laughs> why does everybody think that <laughs> I don't imagine, I don't imagine myself. I remember one of my like old clients tried to hook me up with one, like, I think it was her brother-in-law, but he was like a fire eater or something like weird. And I'm like, I don't know, he was kind of email. And I was like, no, that's not me. And they're like, what? We need to imagine you with someone like, I'm like, what do you guys think? Like, no, uh, no. I think that's what my problem is, is I think, I, I think I was talking to somebody else about this. Like I am attracted to, I think the like stereotypical, like heterosexual masculine man and usually those types like Aren't don't like me or no, I don't, I don't really want a creative person. I kind of like would rather not. They kind of annoy me like in general, like, no, like. <laughs> but that's the thing, like your expectation of this super masculine heterosexual guy who. Uh, I mean, I guess a creative would be fine, but like, that's not my idea. Like, I but, think any job would be fine. Just like support me and like we'll support each other. But like, I'm not like, am I going to go after the like the emo guy? But the thing you is, know? you have no. you have to take you have to 
I feel what like, I can get. <laughs> no, no, no. You have to get somebody that's okay with your level of creativity. You're you're just a person that even if there's nothing to talk about, you will find something to talk something to say. Like you your mind is just on different things at different times. And I feel like that's what being a creator is, right? Like Yeah. Being- I feel like I'm attracted to the guy that wants the little housewife who was just going to stay home and be quiet and, and like you're not children. That. But I'm not that. So that's but I and I don't thing. and I don't want to change and I don't want to change. Yeah. But like I like the type that likes that type. <laughs> that is that is the worst thing. Like you don't line up with your expectation of what a woman should be for a man. Yeah. Which for which, sure. Which is. Which is probably something that you need to take a deeper look Which is at. probably, yeah, that's probably problematic. I mean, maybe that is like, you because know, we're... there's such a large spectrum of things. But if you're cornered into thinking that this is the type of guy that you want and, mm-hmm. you know, those type of guys don't really care for a creative girl who's going to be like, oh, look, this is what I did today. And they're just fucking off on cod or like doing some other shit you're not going to find satisfaction in that anyways. Even if yeah. that, even if that and is. I'm not, I'm not alternative. Like if you see, I don't know if you've seen on TikTok where it's like, oh, like a gamer guy and his like goth girlfriend. Like I'm not goth enough even for that. Like, and that, you know, like, you know, it's just, I'm not, I know I'm not setting myself for success. So. I think that's a societal issue where people don't ex- expect or understand the flexibility of like human personality where it's like, you might be seen as this annoying creative doesn't mean that you also have the, you know, the submissive wife role that you could do. And the thing is like, if, if you find, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh-huh. And it, and that doesn't look, it doesn't matter if you're a submissive wife or not. It matters that like you find somebody that when you want to be dominant in the creative force, they allow you to do that. And when you want to, be a housewife they allow you to do that you could be both things you but again you know you already have your mindset on what femininity is and well you know honestly I never thought about that that's a that's a problem within myself like why do my attractions that super like hetero stereotype like maybe that's something I should look in with on my own self yeah I don't know all right well this would be great for the next episode I do have to leave I do have to go pokemoning wow I hope you catch enough Charmanders. I'm I hope you you should be catching. You should throw out some incense. I uh yeah, I probably will. Now that I restored <laughs> my phone. You made me do this whole system restore. I deleted everything off of my phone to try to make sure that I was gonna be okay to catch these Charmanders. So You're welcome. Yep. All right, I, th- I think this was a really good pod. I think it was a very good podcast. I think it was great. Uh, let me know when you're done editing it. Um, I think you have to end the, the chat. So yeah, I'll talk to you later. Thanks for doing this with me. All right. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys, for listening. Um, the Brie Burrito podcast featuring Eddie the Petty. You already know what's happening. Peace. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Okay, goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to the Brie Brie podcast. Please let us know what you think. Leave us a review wherever reviews are available. Oh, we have an official Instagram. It's at Brie Brie podcast. Same way it's spelled here on Spotify or Anchor if you're listening to on Anchor. But thank you for listening. Bye.